in Seattle. Seattle. You need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to ridingdancedown.com. Don't go anywhere unless you want to. It's the Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 589. It's Friday, so it must mean it's the real estate-only edition of the Ron and Don Show. Just one segment, and we're talking about something that we've learned as brokers here in Seattle, really just regional brokers, uh, because a lot of you that are part of the Ron and Don Nation that listen to us on terrestrial radio for years are now using us as your real estate agents as well. And so that means is we have lots of experience in selling in Pierce County and Snohomish County and Skagit Valley and Island County and, of course, uh, uh, Pierce and King. Uh, so anyway, if you need us, we have the largest social media following of any realtor in Washington State. We're not afraid to use it. And uh, Ron, you wrote something pretty cool this week. It's there's something that we uh, that uh, a newsletter we send out called the Nation News, and uh, you wrote something pretty compelling in, in the Nation News this week, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think about um, some of the sit downs and clients we've had in 2023, and there's a there's a sentiment in the market that is really risk averse. Uh, people are concerned and worried, and I think they're trying to avoid any sort of catastrophe and so they are pulling way back and and i get that i understand the logic uh, especially around as interest rates uh were going up and inflation was going up things seemed more expensive and so the people just stopped uh, they stopped in their tracks there there's a bit of hive mentality that happens in real estate for some reason that, that I don't really understand the Pacific Northwest, but it's a real thing. Uh, you'll have all of a sudden something will take off and it just gets into the ether and, and, and a phenomenon will happen. But I think people by and large are not very good at risk assessment. I think it's a skill that you really have to learn. Like we're, it's not a natural thing to be able to, um, assess risk in the modern world. Our risk mechanisms, our fight or flight mechanisms are evolutionarily millions of years old. And it was a, a literal um, threat on your life. The classic example that I always use is you had to uh, know the difference between a, a snake and a stick. Because if it's a stick and you jump back, everything's fine because it's just a stick. But if it was a snake and you don't jump back and that snake bites you, you could lose your life. And so we have this, our, our DNA, our engineering as human beings is to jump back, whether it's a stick or a snake, and then creep back up on it and go, oh, it's just a stick. But I'm, I'm fine because I jump back and then I move forward. So that's sort of our mentality. People go, oh, interest rates are up. I'm jumping back. And you don't really know why you're jumping back. It just feels like you should jump back. You don't know if it's a snake or a stick. And so it, you have to, in the modern context, train yourself to override that and use information that you know to be true 
to override your instinct to always jump back and to never go forward. Uh, and so, but I get that thing. If you've never trained yourself and you don't have any tools in your arsenal to think about something, yeah, you're just going to jump back and go, I don't know if it's a snake or a stick. I'm going to stay back here and wait till someone else goes down the path. And whether if they get bit or don't get bit, then I'm going to go in. And, and thinking about this in terms of interest rates. So I wrote a thing uh, for our website, uh, the Nation News this week on people. There's a mentality right now of going, I want to get into real estate or I need to sell my house or I want to buy a house. I want to invest in a property, but interest rates are high. I'm going to sit on the sideline. I'm going to jump back. I don't know if that's a stake or a snake or a stick. So I'm just going to hang back here for a while. And then when things fill in the blank, settle down, interest rates come down, uh, whatever it is that you are imagining or that you feel like you need to give you permission to do this, I'll just wait until that thing clears up. And then, then it's safe to walk down the path. Then it's clear I can go down there and I'm, I'm not going to get bit. And, and I think that's exactly the opposite thing to do uh, because that is not going to get you the result you want. With the asterisk of, I, I, I'm, I'm talking to people that your finances are in relatively healthy shape. Um, you know, I'm not talking about the person that is eating beans and rice and just got laid off. You know, I'm not talking, that's not, this is not for you. This is for someone that like you're in a position where you can make a move and maybe it might be a little uncomfortable. Maybe it's a bit of a stretch, but you're not, you're, you're employed. You have an income. You're relatively secure. That That's who I'm talking about here. And so the prospect of thinking about timing, even with the interest rates, and I know we keep banging this bell, but I'm, I'm actually surprised that more people aren't jumping into this market. This, this is the time. If you're going to be a buyer, this is your time. Um, even with interest rates where they are in, in the Pacific Northwest, in just about every neighborhood out there right now, this is the time. Um, because as interest rates go down, more people are going to jump back on that path the competition is going to heat up. And so I, I did an example in this, this scenario that, that basically looked at a, a specific house. If you bought it at 5% interest, it was, you know, around three grand. If you bought it at 7%, your monthly payment's going to be around 3,700. There's about a $720 delta between these two interest rates per month. And that's, that's not nothing. Like that's, that's some serious money every month, 700 bucks. A lot of people can't swing that and go, I, I can't come up with an extra 700 bucks a month. But for many people, you could. Many people, that would be a couple dinners a month. Or if you really just kind of buckled down uh, on, on a couple of things, you could come up with that extra seven, 700 bucks a month. Uh, and yet you're not doing it. Um, because you have this fictional person in the future that's going to be able to get that thing for three grand. And I'm here to tell you that fictional f person in the, in the future does not exist because you're not going to be able to get the thing you want right now at the price point it is right now in the future. It's going to be more expensive, more competitive. And what we saw happen is people that would escalate 
hundreds of thousands of dollars above list price. So it's already an elevated list price. And then you'd go above that. Our, I think our, 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 our top one we ever had was $450,000 over list price. So in the scenario I painted out, it costs about 17 grand to own this house for two years when then you could hopefully refinance for less. About 17 grand right in, in today's dollars. If you waited those two years and interest rates were down to 5%, you're going to escalate. I guarantee you you're escalating more than 17 grand. Guarantee it. There is not a shed of doubt in my mind that you would spend more there. And people, for whatever reason, are electing to for future them to spend more. And we've had this happen just where they look back and go, man, if I would have done this two years ago, I saw that house for this price, could have bought it, I didn't, and now I'm buying virtually an identical house and it's 50, 100, 150, 200 grand more because I waited for what I thought was an optimum situation. This is the optimal situation. Correct me if there's anything in there you think that I said that was no, wrong. No, and you might be spending 17 grand to have 100 grand in appreciation because at the end of the day, it's just not a cash flow game. It's an appreciation game. And it's a tax game. So there's lots of different things that are that are going on here. It's interesting. I was with my son in the gym the other day. And if you ask him when things get hard when we're in the gym and we're really going for it, and he he we 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 had we had done a superset together and I had done five sets and he only did four. And and I said, Hey, uh, I'm gonna be over in the mat room and I'm gonna start doing the floor work. Why don't you come on over with me? And he goes, he goes, no, I can't. And I said, why is that? He goes, well, I got to finish my set. If you did five sets, I have to do five sets. And I said, yeah, but you look a little tired. He goes, you know what? I'm just getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, is what he said to me. And that's kind of been our mantra this year, of being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And what was amazing is that in a real moment of him being uncomfortable, he, he was able to draw upon that, right? It's the same thing in real estate investing. You listen to someone like Warren Buffett. When people are running for something, he runs to it, right? Because he is comfortable and he is confident. And he understands that being uncomfortable uh, is part of the risk sometimes sometimes that you take. And even if you don't, like, I, I think the important thing for people is even if you're in a situation where maybe you just did lose your job and you're not in a, in, a, in a situation where you can go out and you can begin to accumulate wealth, you can start learning about it. You can listen to a podcast like this or you can listen to some of the podcasts, some of the forums on Bigger Pockets, which is a great wealth-building podcast for people that don't have anything. It's led by a guy who was a jailer down in California making $50,000 a year, sleeping out in his car, and he was comfortable with being uncomfortable. He's sleeping in his car so he could take that money, go buy his first property. And now he has one of the biggest real estate podcasts in the world, right? In the world. His name is David. He's really, really great. So check out Bigger Pockets if you want to do that. But 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 all that to say that, that when it comes to uh, a market like this, if you aren't comfortable with being a little uncomfortable, uh, then real estate may not be the thing for you. What's really great, though, about real estate is let's say that you go out and you buy a house and you're going to use that house as a 529 plan for your kid. When they and say they're four now and when they're 18, you can pull the equity out of that house, pay the 30,000. I have a friend who's paying $30,000 a year to send their kid to Pullman. 
right? An average education around the country now for just a state school is $92,000. If you want to go to like a Notre Dame or Stanford, good luck. That's four to $600,000, right? So you can save all the money that you want to, but when the money is spent and it's gone, it's gone. You buy a piece of real estate to leverage against that. Not only if they would have bought a home uh, 18 years ago when their daughter was born. Not only would they have the money because she only has a, a year saved up in the 529 plan to pay for her daughter's education, not only would her education be paid for, but then you still own a house. <laughs> and so when you're thinking about strategies of things that you want to do, if you weren't born with a silver spoon or a gold spoon or even a plastic spoon in your mouth, you weren't given a spoon, these are the times where you really have to pay attention to the Warren Buffetts of the world uh, and even the Ron and Dons of the world because these are the times when opportunities present themselves and when the hive comes back, the opportunity is over. I'll even say too that some of my biggest moments I ever learned were my failures. I bought a flip in Tacoma uh, when we first came back from New Orleans and, and maybe broke even, probably lost some money on that deal but learned a tremendous amount. Like that was like a master's degree for me in the time that I, I owned that property. I flipped that property and then tried to sell that property. And we weren't in real estate. This is when we were still uh, doing the, the radio show uh, on Cairo. And so I don't regret that though, because those things that I learned in doing that flip, um, I still use today. And I still noted it. It makes me more confident today uh, when it comes to evaluating a property, evaluating risk, like even the failures, even the time I had a house in uh, New Orleans that was completely destroyed. I don't regret it was a pain in the butt. But I learned a ton of stuff about insurance. I learned a ton of stuff about flood insurance, about hurricanes, about hurricanes, about like like you if you if you look at these things like worst case scenario for me is that it cost me some money and I learn a lot. Yeah, that's my worst case scenario. I'm still going to be alive. I'm still going to go forward, and and it's just going to make me smarter and more resilient the next time. Yeah, I think the best thing, and 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 this is my last point. I, I wish somebody would have taught me when I was my son's age about assets and liabilities. Because a lot of times what happens, even if you start working at a young age, and I remember working at a price club, which, which is like a Costco, and I really wanted to go out and buy this Jeep truck, right? So I want to go out and buy this thing, and I can only afford the base model. Here I am in Albuquerque, New Mexico, where it's going to be 105 every day this week. And I can't even afford the model that has the air conditioning in it, right? There's not a radio in this. There's nothing. It's, it's basically a truck with four wheels. <laughs> it's a cool truck, though. Yeah. And so, and, and, and so in my mind, though, like I deserve this truck because I had worked for so long. And then after the tr- I got the truck, I went out and I bought a jet ski. So now I got a truck. And I got a jet ski. And you know what? I had a lot of fun with the truck and the jet ski, but no one explained to me, hey, you don't have to buy a new truck and you don't have to buy a new jet ski. What if you bought a used truck and a used jet ski and you took the rest of that money and you invested that in a Roth IRA? Or what if you rented a jet ski right, for the right. times, the, the, the two weeks a year that you yeah. want to use it? So I look back now in the course of my 20s, I think of the boats that I own, the cars I had, the motorcycles, all that stuff. But I didn't own any real estate. And, 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 and so 
as I got toward the end of my 20s and into my 30s, and then we started moving a lot, it's like I, I began to figure out, wow, you know what? I need to start doing some things in my life where I am not taking on uh, liabilities in the forms of cars and jet skis and boats, because now you have to use, you, you get in this loop and you start working for these things, right? Now, now I have to pay, make that truck payment because I couldn't buy it outright and I got to pay for that. Just, and, and I think it's really important, especially if you've lived a little bit and maybe, maybe you're a boomer and you're listening to this. It, it's, it's having our kids and our grandkids understand that debt is not a bad thing. It is not a bad thing. As long as you're putting debt on something that's an asset. So what Ron's talking about is I think of a home that I bought four and a half years ago. This is after I, I did get laid off f- from a job, but luckily I had some money saved up. And so that threw me even more into the real estate market. And I think about a particular house that, that I own currently. And back then, it would have been really scary to go out and buy a house. And when I lost my job at Cairo, I bought four houses, right? And some of those with partners. So I look back now in one of those houses today without doing anything to that house, cash flows about $80,000 a year. And that house today is worth $482,000 more than when I bought that house. That was not the optimum time to buy that house because of things that had happened in my life that scared the hell out of me. But I knew this, don't go out and buy a boat. Don't go out and buy a new Jayco camper. Uh, Go out and take the money that you do have and invest it in assets. And if you're going to take on debt, take on debt that's connected to an asset. And as far as a liability goes, that's exactly what we do. My son and I are going to do some vacation time here. We rent a boat. We rent a jet ski. You can rent that vacation. You can rent all that stuff, right? You can well, rent. Well, the, well, you don't. You don't have to own a brand new hundred and fifty thousand dollar camper. You can go right over to Ballard and you can rent that same camper uh, for two hundred bucks. What about snowmobiles? Right, right. That's different. That's different. So, anyway, assets and liabilities. Just make sure in times such as these that you're you're taking debt. If you're taking on debt, that you're investing in something that's an asset and not something that the bank's going to come and take away from you in the middle of the night. Because chances are, even if they come for your home, chances are there's a lot of money and equity tied up in that home. And that's why we don't see people all over America with foreclosures because that housing issue has kind of been corrected and it's an asset. And even if you have to sell, you know what? You sell and it still puts money back in your pocket. And I hope that's, this gives you a window into like what a Ronadon sit down is about. We want to strategize with you, not just about buying or selling a house, but why? What is this going to do for your life? What are your goals? What are you trying to do? What chapter of life are you in? That's what the run it on sit down is for, is to say, are we, I just met with someone, got their first real job, making it right out of college. They want to buy their first piece of property. That's a very different conversation than a, uh, people like, hey, my dad's going into assisted care. We need to sell the property to pay for that assisted care. Those are two different phases in life. And Don and I are here for you to help strategize about how do we get you there 
in a way that's humane, that's honorable, that's ethical, that's going to not do any harm to people, and that is going to get you the result that you need for you and your family. Yeah. Hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this uh, episode of The Ron and Don Show. Remember, if you're taking on debt, take on some of those assets and go rent those liabilities. <laughs> and then you're scratching your head and going, wow, I wonder if my kid is an asset or a liability. I wonder if my, my spouse is an asset or a liability. Yeah. Uh, don't forget if you need us, we can sit down. We do something called a sit down. It takes about 40 minutes. You get to know us. We get to know you. And we get to ask lots of questions, find out where your real estate journey is, and, uh, and, and let's see if we can help. Yeah, so two ways. Email me, ron at ronanddon.com, or go to ronanddonsitdown.com, and there's a way to sign up online. Yeah. Anyway, keep your head up, your shoulders back. Thanks for sharing this edition with other people, liking and even giving it a review. It helps us in the algorithm, and it helps us get the show out into the world. All right? Again, if you need us, ronanddonsitdown.com. You're listening to the Ron and Don Show. All right! The Ron and Don Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back. And keep blowing that trumpet. And we'll see you next time. Only. 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network. Only.